Welcome to Mystic Soul Unveiled, where we go on a transformative journey to unveil the sacred depths of your being. I'm your host, Kathy Arbeiter, and I'm thrilled to guide you through a path of self-discovery, healing, and spiritual empowerment. We'll uncover the veils that shroud your true essence, peeling away layers of conditioning, entrenched beliefs, and the residue of past traumas. We'll tap into the wisdom of spiritual guides, harness the healing energies of sound, and unlock the keys to overcoming life's struggles. Through candid conversations, insightful teachings, and empowering techniques, you'll discover pathways to transcend limitation, heal wounds, and live a life aligned with your highest pleasure and purpose. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Mystic Soul Unveiled. Today, I have Sarah Sparks, and I met her through a mutual friend, Chrissy. We had her on episode two, so you guys already know her. And so, Sarah, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Oh, awesome. I will just go with the the human side of me first. I am a farm-raised, college-educated, former local government employee turned business owner who is no longer ashamed of her spiritual gifts. So I I always like to share that because sometimes as I go in and I I also have a podcast, it's the top 10% nationally ranked. I am an international best-selling author. I have my master's in public administration. So I'm like this and then I, I, the most recent book, 144 Wealth Codes to Unlock the Abundance Within, went Amazon bestseller last, in October. And so, or no, in August, I'm sorry, in August on, on 8-8, so the, 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 the lion's gate. So, and I, I'm, I'm a Leo, you can probably tell by my, by my fluffy name <laughs> that I have. So I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but I like to start off with that, you know, I am just a girl from Iowa that I, I no longer live there. I live in South Carolina near the mountains, but you know, sometimes we are successful, educated, just hometown type type of girls, guys, and we have these gifts. And I have found that if I'm not tuned into my gift, if I'm not living it, I don't feel so great. So right. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that a little bit before the podcast, before we started recording that is kind of like one of those things where if you're doing your purpose and sharing what it is, the downloads that you're receiving, the channeling messages that you're receiving, that it feels really good. And you can get into that flow of abundance and all of everything that comes in. And and then whenever you're not doing it, and I'll just speak for myself, you know, like if I'm not sharing the messages that I'm receiving and sharing the lessons for me personally, I get kind of like in a depressive state to where I feel like I'm, I just, it's kind of like I have all of these friends and then I'm not letting them in, or I don't really know how to explain it for sure. No, I mean, if you think about it in terms of energy and emotion is energy in motion. So you have all this energy coming in to you and it needs to come to you and through you, maybe through you sharing. So if you, if you dam it up, like you, you like a beaver dam, like you've created this force or this wall to not let it out, 
the energy, the emotion backs up, which then slows down the emotion, which lower frequency vibration, energy, uh, emotions are depression, sadness, frustration, anger, that sort of thing. So the energy just slows down. But if you're letting it flow through and let that emotion, that energy and motion flow, then you start feeling better. So that's how I, that's how I see it when, when you're just talking. <laughs> yes. That's so beautiful too. I love to, you know, I can definitely tell when I'm in the energy and not in the energy and it's a, a huge difference. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> Last year, one of the things that I, I reminded myself of, and I learned was that I don't have to dive further into the struggle. So like dive further into the emotion that's coming up and why am I not feeling this way? And why am I, why am I feeling depressed and what's going on and where, where in my past lives have I died? You know, all the, like sometimes because we as spiritual peeps are like, we got, we, we got to get to the core. We have to understand yep. those beliefs. We have to, we have to solve the problem. Like what's so the lesson and elevate and feel great. And, yeah. and sometimes what I've noticed when you think about it is, as energy it, what we focus on grows. So what I learned last year when I was in the struggle, the emotion of struggle, if I kept focusing on the struggle and being like, what's wrong? Why am I this way? Where where have I thought this? Where in the past? And I kept diving deeper into it. What did I do? I created more struggle. Mm-hmm. There was other aspects of my life, other aspects of my whole being that were like flourishing and were flowing and easy. Yeah. But I couldn't even like remotely even turn my head to look at them because I was like focused on the struggle. So sometimes mm-hmm. we don't have to focus on the struggle. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes we do have to take some time and heal and understand it. But I just was, oh, probably not so gently reminded last year that, <laughs> hey, you don't have to focus on the struggle. You can focus on what is going well and let the struggle lie there for a bit and let it simmer and it will, it will eventually move and, and, and solve itself. You know, and let's focus on what is going well. So. Right. Yeah. And then we have shame for shaming ourselves or shame for feeling that way too. So it's yeah. like, we have a bad feeling and then we have the bad feeling on top of it. Like you shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't be in this state. So it's just like, digging yourself even <laughs> Yes. Yes. Sorry. I, t- I talked over you. Yes. I, I, I was excited because yes, I totally agree with that. And, and, and then we get into these thoughts of like, I know better. I'm further along on my spiritual journey. I've done the healing. Ah, sister. Yeah. It's going to be a whole <laughs> lifetime of this stuff. So take it, take it one moment at a time. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Thank you for sharing that. So I understand that you channeled 144 wealth codes. And so tell me a little bit about that. First, tell me how that came about. Like, what were you doing uh, when this came in? Yeah, I was particularly working with one client who asked how she could be opulent. And so in 2021, the people who were coming to me and I was working one-on-one and in groups with them, They were all asking about abundance. So divine had asked me, all you need to do for 2021 is be the vibration of abundance. And then I believe maybe it's 22. I cannot remember, honestly, I I can't, I can't remember which year I know I channeled them in 2022. So maybe it, it was that year. So then, so then in 23 divine says, okay, now that 
they are vibrating at abundance, the people who are working with you, they want to receive with ease. Well, in 2022, when I was being the vibration of, of abundance, and I don't know if, if, if those who are tuning in are like, what is she talking about? Everything has a frequency. Everything has an energy. And I totally get it. And, and if you feel lost or you're like, what is this? What is this woman talking about? I was there. Like I was sat with a friend at a bar and she talked about holistic health. This was like 20 years ago. And I didn't even know what she was talking about. I was like, my brain was not even there. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's just fine. Like you can come back and, 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 and listen to this at another time. So anyways, spirit asked me to vibrate at abundance. And so this client then was like, how do I be opulent? And I was like, well, I can show you based on how to listen to divine guidance, how to tap into your soul. And the download came is you need to channel 144 wealth codes to unlock the abundance within. So I had her session. And after her session, I was like, what was that all about? <laughs> so I went online and I looked up courses that I could take to understand wealth codes. Well, up came wealth management, like financial advisors. And I was like, no, that's not what I think this is about. And then I looked up like energy of wealth. And then I remembered two friends that I did an anthology, a collection of, of authors all, all in one book is called sacred medicine. And two of them talked about wealth codes. And I was like, wealth codes, they probably know something about these. So I messaged them and I was like, are you guys offering any ceremonies or certificates or something that I could refer this client to because divine just said that I'm supposed to download 144 wealth codes. And the one was like, Sarah, I think it actually means you are to download 144 wealth codes. And I was like, me, what? <laughs> I was like, well, where do I learn about these? And she's like, I think you're going, divine is going to tell you everything you need to learn. Right. Over the course of 2022, how I work most of the time is when divine is wanting me to do something, someone shows up that I need to show this to. So divine is like, I know that you're actually going to do this if you're getting paid. And if, if you have to show this to someone right, right away, I used to be a group fitness instructor. So that is also like, I'm like, yeah, I'll get fit with you, but I'm going to, I'm going to show you how to, how to get fit. <laughs> so it's in my nature. What I learned is that from these wealth codes, so they all were downloaded and I, there's 144 spots all over the body within the energy field. And there are concepts. I want have this image that we have a mind, body, and soul, soul is energy. We think thoughts, we have beliefs around abundance, prosperity, and that is located in the mind. Those thoughts and beliefs are then transferred and moved to every cell and different spots in our body that hold on to certain beliefs. Then those thoughts, those beliefs, and those spots in the body, now that energy gets trapped in the body and become this, this belief, this energy in that's stuck in our bodies. And... What these wealth codes do is then identify and pinpoint where the energy is trapped in the body. And with a reverse process of like the thought transfers down into the body and it becomes energy. 
we touch the spot on the body, we loosen up the energy, it's then released and transformed, trans transcended, it like releases, it, it goes out. And then we say, there's a affirmation. So we, we then bring it back to a thought and all the affirmations to unlock the code, that spot, that spot then gets unblocked and released without having to dive into what's wrong with us. Where did this thought come from? Where, like who, who taught me this thought, all of that stuff that is normally taught to us and how we get rid of this divine gave me a tool to release the energy that's trapped in the body and to receive with ease. So there are blocks within people that have been either inherited, passed down from generation to generation, or there are even societal blocks where we've been taught certain beliefs around abundance, prosperity, and wealth. And the information about the 144 Wealth Codes to unlock the abundance within gives people a different perspective on life, the way we can receive, the way that we can ask, the way that, that we can have information and abundance and prosperity come into our lives. What else? I, I, uh, what, am I losing you? Like, where are we <laughs> no. at? <laughs> no, can you give me some examples of yes. some of those blocks that we can have in the process of how yeah. it is that those are released? So let's say for instance, a client, I'll give a client example and I'll actually give an example of the wealth code. So a client is sitting and talking to me for most of the session around how she feels like she has to work really hard and she has to work for her money mm -hmm. and she has to do the heavy lifting. And, and she's like, there's just all the things I know about law of attraction, about energy, about listening to my divine guidance. Sarah, I've come too far to still have this. And I was like, okay, okay, well, and then we, we talked about that. We gave some divine guidance around it. And she's like, oh, by the way, I don't know what I did, but my biceps hurt. And I'm like, you know, let me look at a wealth code. Let me see. I think there's one about biceps because I'm still learning them. You know, I don't mm -hmm. have them all memorized. So I looked up biceps because I, I I recorded the the wealth codes in an Excel spreadsheet so I can like search and find for particular body parts. So she goes and we go to the bicep and biceps are 129 or 128 and 129. 128 is the left bicep. It's in the middle of the bicep. So the, the location is right here, right? I'm sorry. What, which one am I doing? Left bicep, middle of the arm right here. And that's 128. And so the affirmation to unlock it is I release the need to do the heavy lifting. And so we sat with that for a moment and we tapped into, okay, I released the need to do the heavy lifting. And she could feel the energy start, start lifting where she's held on to that belief in mm -hmm. this bicep. And she's like, it's weird, Sarah. Like, I don't, why am I having this pain? And I'm like, I don't know. Did you, and I'm can be very human at times. I'm not always this divine channel. I was like, did you, lift some weights? Did you carry a box? Like, did you hit it on a door frame? And she's like, no, nothing. I, she's like, it feels like it's energy. 
I'm like, well, let's just check out these vault codes. Like, let's just see. And I was blown away. I was like, defined. Like you knew this, you knew this well in advance, so much more than I myself did. So she released it. And so then the, the, the phrase for all of them. So they say the affirmation of, I release the need to do the heavy lifting. So then together as one, meaning you and divine, it's not me. This is not about connecting to Sarah Sparks. This is about you and your relationship with divine. And you can say divine God, source, creator, spirit, the universe, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Bahaluha, <laughs> if those are <laughs> some other religions. So anyways, so 128, so together as one, we unlock wealth code 128 now. And I imagine the actual spot opening up. What I have heard other people expressing what happens when they start opening these up, they feel like all the gunk that has been stuck in them, like this darkness, this heaviness, this gooey, this like that was like weighing them down is released. And they're just this bright beam of light. And what I would say is then we release that we take the world and the, the weight of the world off our shoulders and all the things that we have taken on as the responsibility of us when maybe it's not like our fault on, on everything. Mm -hmm. We take back our own divine power in doing this, but then we release what is no longer serving us. So we release the need to do the heavy lifting for that particular wealth code. And then it frees us to then receive with ease. We become that free, bright light, easily attracting what it is that we do want. So then the, then the right bicep is 129 because we kind of have to balance it out. And this is, I release the belief I have to work hard for money. That, that money is in exchange for hours. Well, unlocking wealth code 129 opens me up to receive in multiple ways with ease. So that's the affirmation to unlock it. And then we say together as one, we unlock wealth code 129. And it really is that simple. That is also something that people have to, like a barrier or a belief that has to get over is that things have to be hard. So people are right. like, I have to have this chart and this chart and I have to match it up with mercury and then the, this and then all of the details. And Divine's like, whoa, sister, like slow down, Sarah Sparks, just touch this and open it up. And that was also something that happened. Divine had said to me, I was like, why are you giving me these? And Divine's like, there are people in this world that are traveling, spending all this money, which is great if that's what they're supposed to do. But there are people who can't do the traveling to open up their wealth codes. And I was like, people travel to unlock their wealth codes? Like, I don't and, and divine's like, yes, they travel to different vortices. They have these grand experiences, but some people don't have the wherewithal, the understanding, the awareness, the, the, the awareness, not wherewithal, the awareness, the under the resources currently to go to these spots. They, these wealth codes bring this ability to unlock them to them. They can do it in the comfort of their own home. And I, I'm giving them to you to spread to the masses. And I was like, why are you doing this though? And, and divine's like, because I love you. And so part of my soul's calling is speak to the masses, the guided message on pure love. And I was doing a, just an everyday task of filling up my water bottle. I, I always use this one. And I was standing in the kitchen, filling up the water bottle and it dawned on me 
that divine loves us so much. The divine wants to give us this inherent wealth that is already ours, but we're the ones saying we have to work hard. Mm -hmm. it, uh, I, I'm not worthy of this. 88, I think I'll call, I'll go up to 88. 88 is mid back. So a lot of people have mid back problems, kind of like where your bra strap lies. If, if you are a woman and you wear a bra and it's 88 is the mid back. And I release the need for guilt and being prosperous. It is safe for me to be wealthier than anyone I know. Some people have that. So like some people I, I work with are wanting to cross over from six figures to seven figures, not to just be gloating about those figures, but that's what they come to me for. And, and I was like, what are you carrying? And they're like, oh, my mid back keeps hurting. So I go to that spot. I'm like, do you have guilt around even being prosperous? Like, is there someone in your life that you're going to be more wealthier than they are and you have this guilt and they're like how do you know that I'm like I don't, I don't know yeah. your body's telling you <laughs> yeah so does that help with the examples yeah for sure yeah I love talking about wealth consciousness I have just stepped into the world of wealth consciousness about I guess it's been probably about a year and just want to share a little bit of my story around the wealth consciousness and you know how I some of the processes that I had to kind of release and then I would love to hear your side as well as what the kind of some of the thoughts and beliefs that you had to release but I feel like there was just like so many things there's several different layers I would say to unlocking your abundance and for your wealth I would like to first say that whenever we're talking about abundance it can be with money and then it can also be with other things as well. And I find that if you are wanting to work with your abundance in regards to money, you could also look at how it is that you're able to receive other things too. So like whenever somebody gives you a compliment instead of being like, oh, things I got it from Goodwill or, you know, like whatever, like just receive the compliment and, or like if somebody's wanting to help you, then instead of being like, oh no, it's okay. I've got it. Well, yes, you do have it, but wouldn't it be nice to have somebody help you? <laughs> and so just working on, how paying attention to how it is that you're receiving are you blocking your receiving and because it comes in several different forms it's not just money mm -hmm. and by I feel like by working with it in other ways too then it also helps you to unblock it and recognize and become aware of how you're also blocking your money and the thoughts that you have about money and then Another thing with money that I had to kind of deal with was it didn't interest me to have like this multi-million dollar house or this really fancy car. Like I have a 2012 Honda Odyssey and I love it has like 150,000 miles on it. And like even before I was just like, well, even if I had the money, I still wouldn't upgrade it. I just really love it, you know, or whatever. And so like Look at what it is that excites you, what lights you up, what turns you on, and what are the experiences that you want to have. You want to go travel and just think of all the things that you want to do with travel. And then maybe you want to have an RV and you want to travel in that 
or you want to be able to donate to the charities that you really care a lot about, it doesn't necessarily have to be about like this fancy person, this fancy car. Although if that's what you want, great, you can also have that. But just look at, you know, if you want a simple life and there's just a couple of extra things that you would love to have and you would like to pump the gas and not have to worry about if you have money in the bank account or your kids want to spend $40 on some squishmallows. And that was my uh, recent one that was really just like, oh, I'm so abundant. You know, it's so it may seem so silly, but like my child wanted to spend $40 on some squishmallows. And I remember a time whenever that would have been very hard for me to do because I had to make sure that the bills were paid and the, you know, the car payment was made and all of the other things and just being able to uh, recognize some abundance that, you know, you weren't able to do before really helps to expand that too. Just like, oh, I'm so happy that I can give this to her and I don't have to stress about, you know, how I'm going to be able to take care of other things. And then one more thing that I just want to mention is being able to look at how I'm spending my money. And instead of like going out to eat and being like, I've just spent $60, you know, like I took the whole family out or a hundred dollars or whatever it is looking at it, like, you know, like the money that you're putting out, it's going to help the server with the tip that you're going to give her. Maybe she's going to, she's going to go home and she's going to feed her kids with it or herself. And, you know, then it goes to the owner of the restaurant or the, the cook and like it, it's spread out among the other people. So you're helping other people. So it's not all about you and what you're so selfish. You got food, you know, <laughs> like, I love, I love look the at how it's, being transferred out to other people and then it I feel like it just helps to spread it even further how what you're talking about spreading it out reminds me of currency and how currency money is actually current and it's flowing you know yes I love also thinking about money as energy and money Mm -hmm. as an emotion like a good emotion or or money as I don't like an actual being like a human being is like you know if I am like, I don't like money. I hate money. Oh, like all this negative stuff about money. Mm -hmm. Is that welcoming money into your life? Right. Like would money actually want to hang out with you? Like, like if I were saying that to, to my own child, ah, I hate her. Ah, I don't like her at all. Do you think my child is going to want to hang out with me? Right. So I'd be like, Thank you so much. Oh, you did awesome. Like, thank you for allowing me to, you know, thanks for letting me go out the other night. You know, like I'm talking to my own child, you know, and, or that picture was amazing. I'm looking down because my child is coloring on my floor or she did and she left it there, you know, and, but being grateful and loving and then wouldn't money want to hang out with you a little bit more and come into your life existence. So I like looking at it that way too. Right. I love that too. Also, how are you talking to money? Like whenever it comes in, are you like, oh, if you're never enough, you never come around enough, (laughs) you know, where have you been? And you know, this, how are you talking to your money? Are you talking to it? Like you love it? Or are you talking to it? Like you hate it or that you think it's going to leave you or abandon you. And I found also that like how you feel about relationships oh we're going deep now <laughs> yeah no like I was just like the thought that came to me when when, when you were talking about talking about bunch of money it was like I thought about like a needy girlfriend being like yes oh my god are you leaving me no please don't leave me oh my god I don't know. 
Yes. And the, and, and, the, and the significant other's like, peace out, sister. You have a good right. life. Uh, Yes. And look at how it is that you're talking to yourself and how it is that you talk to others and your relationship that you have with others because your money is also affected by that too. Like if you always feel like you're not enough, you're, you're also usually feel that way about money as well. And if, you know, just like really looking at all the dynamics of, because there's, like I said, very, lots of layers to it. And just digging into those is just so fascinating to me. And what was it? Oh, Martha Beck, I believe has the quote, how you do anything is how you do everything. Yes. 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 I love that. I, a lot of what we're talking about with money, I have shared the same examples when listening to your own divine guidance. So like Mm -hmm. on receiving, like if people are like, I just want to receive guidance like you do. I I, I want to be able to talk with spirit like like you do. I'm like, okay, if I tell you I love your top, are you gonna be like, I got it on sale at Target for $19.99? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or are you gonna be like, wow, thanks? Yeah. <laughs> like, I have this purple sparkly skirt and I wore it. I I, I attend Unity of, of Greenville. I live in the Greenville, South Carolina area. So I I wore it to service on, on Sunday. Because I want to just feel sparkly. And someone says to me, oh my God, I love your skirt. I was like, I know, it's amazing. I love it. Versus, because I've been practicing for years now to not be the target. Because I was the, I got a target for this, or I got it on Amazon and I got a sale on it. And oh my God. (laughs) My intention behind that was like, anybody, anybody can go get this. Do you want this? Right. Instead of like, no, I love it. Thanks. I find it sexy. (laughs) Oh, look, it has pockets. <laughs> I am wearing a skirt right now that, that has pockets and that's what I... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you were saying money and relationships and then I derailed the your thoughts. Yeah, so, that's fine. You know. <laughs> so with the 100... We'll get back on track. With the 144 wealth codes that you have channeled, so do you feel like if... So somebody they could just look at their body and maybe where it has a little bit of extra tension or maybe even hurts or just feels uncomfortable, then they can just, is that the way that they would be able to tap into that? Or how do you suggest somebody would do that? So I love it. A lot of times people come into my world when they're at a crossroads. So they're asking, should I stay? Should I go in that, in those thoughts, in that energy, in that, in that worry, they're also seeking clarity. And, and so uh, uh, then people want to know how do they listen to their own divine guidance? The 144 wealth codes is a fantastic tool to practice that because then you can be like, all right, body, mind, soul, divine, whoever you want to connect with, what wealth code needs to be unlocked today? You receive a number. So you're practicing. So the five steps to listen to divine guidance that divine gave me 2011, 12, like that was like one of my first phases of my business it has evolved is so the five steps if people want to know it's allow ask receive trust and act so with with this wealth codes you can sit with it you allow divine to connect you allow yourself to connect with yourself your soul you can you, you allow yourself to connect with your body you allow yourself to be present in the moment you're not you're not allowing all the other energies and thoughts and all, all the things around you you're just connecting so you're practicing there you're breathing it can be like a meditative practice too and then 
ask, okay, so what wealth code needs to be unlocked today? Receive. So you'll probably, they're 144. So one to 144, what number pops up? You're not going to be wrong. Why not give it a whirl? You just, it's yeah. just one activity. That's what I also teach is when someone's coming to me wanting to learn how to connect with their inner wisdom to whatever words that they use there, their divine guidance to spirit. I'm like, have fun with it. That's what mm -hmm. I did when I very first started. Cause people are like, have you always been able to channel? No, like I didn't be like, oh, I got a gift. Let me share it with people. No, I didn't want to like screw up your life and tell you information that was not accurate. Cause I had too many shitty emotions jammed up in my system and I was going to barf my own beliefs over you. I wanted to be the clearest channel that divine could work through. So I myself started with something simple. I call it an intuitive walk. So if anybody is out there that wants to, if you're tuning in, you're like, I want to tap into my divine guidance, just go for a walk or use the wealth codes, like choose something that is, there's no consequence to it. Like the wealth codes, you you receive with these, you unlock some stuff. Cool, it's good. The walk, oh, you get some exercise. There's nothing at the end of it. Like, oh, I'm gonna change somebody's life. I'm gonna make a decision because people will come to me. Should I leave my husband? Should I leave my wife? Should I get a different job? Should I buy the house? Like all these major decisions. I was like, dude, do you even know what you need to eat for breakfast in the morning? Right. <laughs> like, let's like, do you want do you do you want to wear the jacket to work? Like, I like let's start with something simple here. So. <laughs> codes going for an intuitive walk should, should I take a right should I take a left it gets you tapped into especially these wealth codes it brings your your energy your divine connection into the body so you get to feel oh snap I actually might be divine Ooh, I actually might have some sort of connection and it it brings it into an embodied experience rather than just this lofty floaty out there type of experience so that's how I would use it. Well, last night I, I hosted a, a class and one of the gals chose when I asked them which ones is resonating with them and she chose 133. So this, I, I, I told her, use 133 as a meditative practice. It is trust. It's the concept of trust. I said, go, go to YouTube, type in the frequency of trust. They've got a whole bunch of meditative music. So you have that playing in the background. So you're uh, awakening your, your, your hearing sense and you're tapping into that music, you're feeling it. Then the affirmation to unlock trust, 133, is I trust all is well and it is. Ooh, where do I feel that in my body? Does that feel good and right for me? Like, mm, I trust all is well and it is. And if, if, the, if, it do, if that doesn't feel right to you, ooh, is there an emotion that's coming up? Where do I feel that? Am I holding on to something that really just isn't true for me anymore? Oh, I'm going to release that. And how I release it is I just take it. I imagine that I'm just dumping out that, that emotion. Maybe it's, maybe it's fear. Maybe it is hurt. Maybe somebody hurt you and you're like, I can't trust this. No way, sister. And so like I dump out, I pull out, I, I, I scrape out like a little energetic scalpel doing a little surgery, pour out that, that emotion into this energy ball outside of me. And I just hand it over to divine. It's no longer mine to hold on to. It's no longer mine to process. That's also something that a spiritual peeps are like, I got to process this. I got, I got to take some time to process this. Well, maybe it doesn't have to be processed. Maybe you could just release it. 
I don't know, maybe we've been processing it, processing it for 36 years and we don't need to process it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I trust all is well. And it is, I trust wealth is coming within me is, 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 is within me. I trust wealth is within me. I trust divine is leading my life. Ooh, if all those statements are a little bit wonky for you, feel into them. What's stopping them? What is true? What, what isn't true? And that can be a whole meditative process, a practice that you could do for five to 10 minutes. So you can use these wealth codes in numerous ways. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love the, the questions that you had to kind of tap in and like, what is it that you're not trusting? And, and then like kind of going into that, I'm sure that it releases a lot of stuff. So so you don't feel like that we have to, do you feel like this is like a one and done kind of thing? Or do you think that this is something that you have to go through several yeah. times? I use them all the time, even though they were downloaded to me, they are embodied in me. I don't, I don't think anything is a one and done. Mm -hmm. I, because we're energy, energy always has been, always will be. The only thing that's constant is change. And so we're constantly changing. And so there might be a different version of trust that may come up or, or there might be a, a different belief around, I'm trying to think of another one that I'm just going to randomly pull out here. Like everything counts, every breath, every blink, every smile. Maybe you're like, no, it doesn't bless it. That's like every moment doesn't count, you know, like maybe something will, will come up. Oh, well, I better unlock 80, 81 again. Gosh, darn it. Can you think about a lock, a lock on your car? Is it always open or do you, do you lock it at, at certain times? And so sometimes you just need to unlock it, but this is giving you a tool to do it in a simpler, easier way to tap into a higher frequency, to receive with ease, to receive that abundance. So there you go. Yeah. I am all about the simpler things. Like when divine told me, Hey, this is how you listen to divine guidance. Like, this is how you, you, you connect with us five steps. I don't know that has, that has been 12 years now of me sharing that. I don't know how many times people are like, even marketers would be like, Sarah, you need a longer document. Cause I would just have like a chart. He, Hey, this is the five steps. This is the circle. This is, this is what you need to do. Follow it in this order. People would follow it. People would do it. They would bring in six figure contracts. They would bring in new relationships. They, they would, but then there was always some people like, no, I need in-depth information. I was like, really? You're going to sit down and read a 10 page document about allow? Like, come on now. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so this is also, I, I think that's also why divine chose me is I like things to be simple and effective mm -hmm. and efficient. And I love it that I, one other thing that I want to add in is that we all have a divine plan, a divine path. We can choose whether we are on it or not, you know, it, it's, I'm not here judging whether you choose it or not. And even divine's not going to judge you if you choose to follow the plan or not, but there is. And sometimes that's a controversial opinion for per se. What I have seen over and over in people's lives and my own, we have a divine plan. My divine plan is like everything in my life. Even when I feel like it is completely the struggle and off kilter and everything. It's not like even that part is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. so pause, And I might like things to be go, 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 go. But I needed to pause for a, re for, for a reason. 
And so I got done channeling. So I channeled 144th as my last one. 144 is oneness. In 2011, I received nine guidelines to live my life. And do I still have the book? I usually always had the book sitting right close by me, but I'm not certain where it's at right now. And I lived those nine guidelines for nine months. At the end of those nine months, three different people, three different locations all said to me, there's a spark about you. Could you, could you teach me how to have that spark? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Like the first time I was like, does she know my last name is Sparks? Like, do I actually, you know, what? But the second time and the third, the third one was in a grocery store and it was a random person. Then so the other two, they knew me through friends. So I kind of was like, but when it happens in three, I always listen. And so I was like, okay. And all I said to them was, well, I've been living these nine guidelines. I'm happy to share them with you. So I did. And then that, that started create the spark, the original business and, and the original programs and, and work that I did. Principle number one, respect and honor the oneness within yourself. And I said to divine, I was like, oneness for 144. I was like, that, that's what you gave me as the first thing. And divine says, yes, the last becomes the first and the first becomes the last. This has been on your divine plan the whole time. You had to energetically catch up to these wealth codes and had to be ready in order to receive them. They have been there for you this whole time. And I was like, mind blown. So I share that because sometimes we just need a little hope, a little courage that, okay, follow what feels right and good, even when it doesn't make sense. <laughs> even when you're like, like, I still am blown away by these wealth codes because I'm, I have my master's in public administration. I work for local government. My mind is still very strategic. There is a friend yeah. of mine that's like, Sarah, you're the most strategic, intuitive, spiritual person I know. And I'm like, yes, I realize this. <laughs> so even when it doesn't make sense, but it still feels right. It still feels like, yes, like there's this inner knowing in you that's like, yes, this is the thing that I I must do. This mm -hmm. is the thing that I must say. This is where I must go. Then follow it because it's more than likely on your divine plan. Yeah. What would, what kind of advice would you give somebody if maybe they don't know what their divine plan is yet? If they, so it all depends on, I would say book a session with me, sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I do ask and is to, if you have the ability to connect with your soul, your inner essence, what I ask the soul, because that's also part of my gift is to be able to connect with another soul that's sitting in front of me. I'm not a medium where I'm connecting with your relatives and people that have passed. I'm connecting with the person who is in front of me or the group of group of people who is in front of me, their soul and their soul then because divine's given me permission and you have the same permission because it's your soul, you can tap into, you can connect with your soul, your inner essence and ask, why did you come into this body during this lifetime? That's your soul's calling. That question equals your soul's calling. Purpose is different. I did not think so. 
I thought soul's calling purpose, just kind of interchanging. And, but purpose is the driving force of energy behind the soul's calling. So if you have the ability to connect with your soul, your inner essence, and you have the ability to connect with divine guidance and, and, and receive that, ask those questions. Soul, why did you come into this body during this lifetime? And then to find out your, your purpose is what's the driving force of energy behind the soul's calling. If you don't know how to tap into your soul and your inner essence and listen to divine guidance, I have courses, I have one-on-one work, that's what I do, or find somebody who you trust to guide you along that journey to connect with. Yeah. I also feel like it sometimes may drop just like a little bit in. And I actually think that that's better because, and I say that because part of my story was I had my spiritual awakening in 2020. And then I started getting these visions of me being on stage in front of like a hundred people. And at the time I, it gave me like social anxiety and, and like just to talk to one person, mm-hmm. I was not able to, you know, I just, it was my emotions and like all of the anxiety and talking and speaking and all of that stuff I had, you know, in the past had a lot of trauma and rough relationships. And so I wasn't allowed to tell people how I felt or what I was thinking, or I was going to be judged and called weird or like all of the things. And so whenever I had that vision, then I was like, you pick the wrong person. This is not for me. This is not going to happen, <laughs> you know, because I just couldn't see that far into the future. You know, like I, I was just like, I can't even talk to one person. How am I going to talk to a hundred people? You know, so it was, I can't, and I feel like since I got that vision in the beginning, it kind of stalled me a little bit because I was afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And so I, but I also believed in it too. I believed that I was given that vision for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I just, what I started purposely putting myself in positions to where I would have anxiety because I, I desired this, even though it was really scary. It, it like had this desire in there too. Like, oh, I could, I would be able to teach people all the things that have really helped me and then it can help them and then they can help other people. You know, like I saw this huge vision that was just so powerful. And so, like I said, I was just putting myself in those positions and I continue to put myself in positions to stretch myself, just like this podcast, you know, like some days it's hard for me to get and turn the camera on and not have anxiety and the little butterflies and all the things that go along with that. But I believe in the vision. I believe in this big, bigger purpose. And I believe in this. Oh, I have goosebumps. I believe in everything that the the divine has planned for me. And the more that I believe in it, the more that I trust in it, the more people come into my world. And they're talking about things that I've had issues with, like, and I, I find too, like whenever I'm doing the inner work and working through things, it's not too much long after, like two or three days, sometimes after some, a client will come to me and be like, you know, I'm wanting to work on this. Can you help me with this? Yes. And I'm just like, yes, 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 I can help you. <laughs> it's just like, I love so what that happens. <laughs> yes, I love yeah. that. What I hear you saying is when you say, put yourself in that position you asked, I don't know if you intentionally did, but it was like, what's next? Yeah, so you, well, have, you have something that's like 
maybe a year to several months, maybe 10 years, I don't know, down the way. So you have it far enough advanced. And so the headlights on a car can only see at the end of the headlights. So it's like, all right, what's next? What's next? And you do it. So like, then you get these intuitive nudges to start the podcast to, to mm-hmm. put yourself like, so put yourself in those positions. That's what the what's next has really helped me. Yes. And then those that I shared that with is just, you just take the one step and the one step and the one step. So yes. Yeah. And breaking things down and not having it seem like it's so overwhelming. And, you know, there is a bigger picture, but then look at what's the next step. So, yes. Thank you for adding that. Well, think about it. Like for those who are like, wow, like how can I lose 50 pounds? We're not going to lose 50 pounds by tomorrow. Right. By taking one step, eating a breakfast, a certain then lunch each step, each meal, every couple hours, the water, you know, not doing certain things. Like if we're talking about spiritual growth, I'm not like when we're talking about the struggle, okay, then I'm not going to eat the chocolate cake because that's going to cause me struggle. (laughs) (laughs) And so instead I'm going to have an apple, (laughs) you know, like it's just these one step after one step. and, And then down the way, I don't know however long it will take, but it will you'll eventually be 50 pounds less and you'll be there and be like, or yeah. you'll be standing on stage speaking for hundred people and be like, yeah, this is no big deal. I've done it. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so important to, to enjoy the process as it's unfolding as well. And, you know, like it's good to have goals, but also what are you doing, you know, each day, And are you really appreciating what's coming in for you and appreciating what's unfolding for you and appreciating the lessons that are coming in? Mm -hmm. Because if you, I feel like if you're not appreciating it and like really being in the moment of it happening, that once you reach that goal, you're like, well, this is it, you you know, like this. And then it's just, you just have a couple of minutes of, oh, this is great. You know, so just enjoying the process as it's going along and then really loving on yourself too with any process, you know, like, Hey, I, you did a good job, you know, like you drink all your water today, or you did sit down and make it an intentional effort to meditate or, you know, whatever it is that you're working on, breaking it down and then giving yourself like a, a congratulations for doing that. And, to help to kind of stick with it longer as well. So I love that. (laughs) And so I want to kind of tie it back around too. if somebody is wanting to, you know, start channeling and start receiving that information. Don't look at somebody like us or somebody else and be like, oh, well, I wish I could channel like that. I wish that I would could receive that kind of guidance. And I wish that I could channel a book or whatever, you know, like just be be intentional intentional with it and make that time for yourself every day to connect and at first you may just get a little bit of information or maybe you might just get a word or uh, a symbol or something like that it may be very slow at first because you have to kind of like open the channel and you're just like letting a little bit in and then a little bit more and a little bit more and then as you continue to do it, it will get much easier and you won't be like, oh, I can't get my mind to be quiet. And like, that's not the purpose of it anyway. So I know a lot of people struggle with that. They're like, I can't get my mind to quiet. I can't meditate. And so, or I can't allow that message to come in. And and so it's just practice, practicing with it and doing it over and over again. And, and it does get easier and it does 
you do receive more messages and like now I I can I do sit down I do make an intentional effort to meditate but also like throughout my day I'm also connecting in and being like hey hey what do you think about this what what should I do with this and you know like asking those questions instead of just going through my day and just letting my day lead me I'm being intentional about it and I want to do these things and just really guiding myself and doing whatever feels good in my body at the time. So yes, yes. When you're talking reminded me of that intuitive walk, that very first time that I was opening up all I said, I didn't have the ability that I, I, I had it, but I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, so all I did was like, I was like, well, we're going to figure this out. If it feels light, it's right. If it feels heavy, it's no. And if my body feels like it wants to move forward, I'm going to move forward. And if it pulls back, okay, then I'm not going to go. And all I did was ask yes or no questions. So I was like, do I take a right? Yes or no. Do I take a left? Yes or no. Do I go straight? Yes or no. Like all I did during that walk was just practice tuning into how I was feeling. And it helped because I couldn't just sit at the time. Now I can, now I can like channel whole marketing plans, but, or a book or whatever. But like at the time I couldn't just sit and focus and allow in moving my body helped me to stay in rhythm, to let my mind wander, but then come back when I got to an intersection, I'm like, all right, I have to ask a question. Like I need to figure this out. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's very important is finding out what works best for you, because I was the same way, too, where I couldn't sit in meditation for, you know, 20 minutes at a time or even 10 minutes at a time. My mind was just going everywhere. So I found that walking for me was very meditative and I was able to connect with the trees and the birds and, you know, all of that. And I was able to receive messages that way. And then going uh, and taking a bath that was very eventually after I allowed myself to relax and <laughs> um, it was just a, a big process of allowing my body, my nervous system to relax. So I think that's a big part of it is being inside of your body. And if you're not, um, you know, like if you being inside of your body from past experiences, it's not safe to be in your body because of all the emotions and the things that you're going to feel, then it is, you have to kind of create a sense of safety within your body and realize, Hey, you're safe. And, you know, doing all the process that goes along with the nervous system to allow some of that to, th- to flow through. So I would love to know what are some of the processes you use to let go of some of the limiting thoughts or beliefs uh, in regards to money and abundance or any other ones that you would like to share so yes there are writing down there's releasing there's burning there is the 40-day prosperity plan there's the 140 for wealth codes but I will have to say (laughs) in my very strategic human way there's a quote by Tony Robbins that says the change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change yeah and I think like around wealth and abundance, one of the things that I was so fearful of that it stopped me from moving forward with my business was I feared. So my husband was a CIO for an chief information officer for an oil company. 
when I started my business in 2012. And so I thought if I became as successful as he or surpassed him, that we would get divorced. And I did not want that. Mm -hmm. And when I, I thought it was just a really shitty thought. And then I shared it with others and they're like, oh yeah, I had the same thought. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, but that fear stopped me. And so I had to release that belief, that fear, those thoughts that were attached to that, like where I, I had to dive into it. Also, I really didn't have to back in 2017 when he quit his job because he was done with things and we were moving to Iowa to be a family around family. I then was forced to step it up and do my business. Yeah. <laughs> I was forced to do Facebook lives. And if anybody would like to have a good old laugh, just go to my business page. It's create the spark with Sarah Sparks. And I, I did live at fives and I look like a news anchor. <laughs> like, <laughs> like one, I was like, mm, da, 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 da. and, but I was showing up. I had to show up. I had to listen to my divine guidance. I had to do everything that I taught other people to do. And well, I made more than he. <laughs> you know, and I still do because I'm now forced to. And then even, even if, or when he chooses to have a job of his own or start his own business, I don't care. Like that belief is so far gone. And so the belief around sometimes you got to experience some pain and be like, you know what? I'm tired of staying the same. I, or some life circumstance manifests itself to kick you in the booty to blast away. So sometimes all these, releasing and the meditating and the lighting on fire. And sometimes life just gives you what it is that you need to kick yourself in the booty and get going. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> be a little I bit more that, practical for you. <laughs> yeah. I think that sometimes we kind of need to hit, sometimes we, we do hit what seems to be like rock pop bottom so that we can really shoot up and go where we're supposed to be and, and have that awareness. And I kind of look at those rock bottoms a lot different too, is, you know, like those are to me, whenever I need to like lean in and really pay attention to what's the lesson that I'm trying to learn right now. And instead of it being so heavy and then like looking at it, like, look at this cycle that is getting ready to not even end it's like the beginning of a new cycle and it's just like it it helps me to get through it better because it's not like I'm down I'm able to look at it like okay we're down right now but it's going to make us go up and so what's the lesson so that we can go up there quicker and then because I feel like if I if I don't look at the lesson then I can kind of be in that, that energy a lot longer I love Abraham. So on the, along the lines of what you're saying, Abraham Hicks is, is someone it's, it's her name is Esther in case those who, who are listening, who don't know, but a- Esther Hicks channels Abraham. It's a collection mm-hmm. of energies. And so I love her phrases around like, you can't get poor enough to help poor people. Right. You can't get fat enough to help, to help fat people. You can't get miserable enough to help miserable people. Like you can't, you can't possibly lower your frequency, your vibration, your thoughts, your way of living low enough to help somebody. Like going down and beneath somebody, they're energetically speaking, not like mm-hmm. above anybody, but like becoming 
horrible to yourself <laughs> and someone that you don't want to become, you can't possibly help somebody at that, at that space. So like around abundance and prosperity, releasing those beliefs, like if you're trying to influence and impact those around you to do the same, you have to become the best version of, of, of mm-hmm. yourself. Like when you're talking about trusting the process, as you were talking that it was just reminded me of it's, it's, I love, I love learning something. I love having goals and outcomes to, because it's like, who am I going to be in that yeah. process? By the time I get done, who am I going to be? How am I going to show up? How am I going to love on my kids? How am I going to show up in the bedroom with my husband? How am I going to show up in the kitchen? How am I going to show up on, on, on a podcast? But who am I going to be when that goal is achieved? And just... It's that process that I love. Yes. Can you tell I love this? <laughs> yes, I know. I love it too. <laughs> I think that's what is amazing to me since I have, you know, really dug into personal development. And I think that is what has really helped me to stay and continue to do it too. It's just the process of it. You know, like I uh, will read a book and then it has, you know, guidelines, here's some homework for you to do and then doing it. And you think that it's just going to be, oh, well, this is just a simple project. I'm going to create a vision board, but, or, you know, just as an example, but then like looking at it and then, you know, like who you become in the process of that and like just imagining all the possibilities of what can happen and opening up that receiving energy and just allowing yourself to receive it and not putting any limits on yourself or, you know, not asking money for permission and all of the things that you can do because you can't just look at a vision board and being like, Oh, well, I guess I'll do this and I'll do this. And, you know, like, it's just not fun that way. So you just have to kind of get into that imaginative spirit And then once you get into that imaginative spirit, I feel like then you're able to imagine other things that you can manifest and bring into your reality too. And then once you see just like starting out with it, maybe at first you're just going to manifest a free coffee. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I just made a visit with a free coffee. And then, you know, you do a little bit more and then like, it just grows from there. Like you have your proof that it, it actually works. You can actually do this thing. And then, and then you look at the next thing. And like, I manifested a uh, scholarship for a podcast to learn how to do podcasting. And here we are, you know, like. <laughs> it's just amazing once you get into the flow of, Hey, I can receive this. I can manifest this. And this can actually happen for me. I am worthy of this. And like really looking at the, the mindset behind that too, is that it's a process, you know, it uncovers so much stuff. It's not just, well, we're just going to manifest. You have to look at why do I believe that I can't receive that? And like, there's, like I said, there's so much in, into that. We're not going to get into it anymore. <laughs> than it, um, enough for today, but what are, enough. One more, <laughs> enough information. Uh, yes. One more question before we end, I would like to know what are some of your life lessons that you feel uh, will benefit others besides what we've kind of touched on already, yeah. or it can be what we've touched on. If you want to dig further listening to divine guidance, those nudges, whether you listen or you you receive them, when you don't do that is when you experience the depression, the sadness, the frustration, 
or you just feel off. And it is because you aren't allowing yourself to be yourself, to mm-hmm. tap in, to follow through with that. That's what I learned. Like throughout the major one major lesson in the earlier part of my life is I was given, I had asked divine, I asked God. I didn't know I could pray at the time and I could ask God for anything. I just was like, hey, could you give me some direction on my life? And I received a dream. And I had that dream once a week for an entire year. I did not trust it. I didn't truly, like, I I thought that it was just came too easy. Like, I'm like, really? I just prayed and I got the answer right away. Like, is this a thing? I was 18. And 10 years later, that dream came true. And it was actually Craig Sparks that was in the dream. And it's, he's now my husband and I don't want to like, it's a long story and I don't want to like, <laughs> but it's, it's a cool story. It's, it's in my first book and, and I've shared it in other ways. Actually, there's a free gift that I just created that has the story in it. So I'm happy to, to share that it's, it's, it's inspiring. It's helpful yeah. for, for people, but because I didn't listen to the, that, that about that dream, like I asked for it, I got it. I didn't trust it. I sure as heck didn't act on it. It eventually came to me once I, it's like, I decided on a matter and it was established for me that phrase. But in those 10 years, I planned my own death. I, I went to a, a master's program that like divine was like, don't go, don't go, don't go. I went, there was a a school shooting the day that I was supposed to be there, but my, my courses were removed from my, from my roster that semester that was supposed to be like in the classroom where it was supposed to be like divine has always been like leading me even when I'm like, Nope, Nope, Nope. I know better. Nope. So what I have learned is like, just listen, like otherwise you just spiral down into this state. And if you're in there, there might, yes, there might be some mental, yes, there might be some, some bodily things that, that are going on chemistry wise and things. I get that. But also have you been called to do something different and you're just totally ignoring it? Have there been nudges, whispers, guidance that you've been given? Hey, don't go here, go here. And you're just not listening. That might also be causing those those negative emotions. So that is something that I've learned. The other thing that I've learned is you, you don't have to give up who you are for the love of another person, yes. <laughs> which is a complete, I, I used to coach on relationships and things because that was because I was married and the divorced. So people would ask me, you know, things, but that's something that I had to learn was you don't have to give up who you are for the love of another person. Yeah, those are such valuable lessons. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. I want to actually touch on the other thing that you were saying too about feeling connected and like feeling connected to divine and it may lead to like the depressive feelings and not feeling like anything's really going anywhere. I can definitely speak to that and say that I can tell whenever I'm not doing my practices and things like that because I do start to kind of lose energy. I don't want to work out. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to work. I don't. And so, but by connecting back to myself and connecting back to the divine really helps to move that energy along. And then like you were saying too, looking at how you, your body is responding to certain things. If you're going to a job that you absolutely hate, and you know that you're meant for more, or you know that you're 
you can do more and you deserve better and that there's something better out there for you, then, you know, start making this, doing the steps to move out, out of the job. Yes, you need income, but let's look at research. What are some of the things that I like to do? What are some of the things that light me up? And just ask yourself those questions and kind of make a plan to get out and whatever it is, whether it be a job or a relationship or any, anything, just looking at it and, you know, what is it that is making me feel uncomfortable about this situation? And what are some of the steps that I can do to maybe you don't need to leave the job or the relationship. Maybe it just, you need a different outlook on something. And so just like asking yourself those questions and asking the divine, what are the lessons that I'm supposed to be learning or what are the steps that I'm supposed to be taking? Am I supposed to be staying in this job or relationship and getting that guidance and then going from there and then, you know, those depressive states. And because whenever you're happy and you're feeling good and everything, your body feels completely different. But whenever you have to go to a job that you hate or you're in a relationship that you don't necessarily care for and you're in the house with somebody that you you're not even happy with, like you're in misery and you're hurting yourself basically because you're not choosing to go in a different direction that you know is meant for you and you know that will feel better. And so sometimes we in just in a relationship, I'll speak on personal experience. I always thought that like, I always fell in love with potential and it can get better. And this is what could happen. And, you know, like they could change and yes, people do change, but if they, you've already communicated the things that you need or want or desire, and they're not able to meet you there, then, you know, there's just some things that need to be looked at and just know that you're important and you deserve to go after the things that you want. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. So tell me and tell our listeners where they can find you if they would like to read your book or join your group. Yes. Yeah. All Everything leads back to my website. So sarahsparks.love. Okay. Awesome. And so I'll put that in the show notes too. And so if you guys are interested in checking out her website and booking a session with her, then certainly hook her up or look her up. And are you on Facebook or Instagram? Both? Both of them. Yep. Yep. And all those links are on the website as well. And then free resources to the YouTube channel, to free guides, to mini courses, to the podcast. So lots of free resources on the website as well. Yeah. What's your podcast called? Floating on a cloud. Awesome. All right. And all that will be on in the show notes. So guys, check it out. Anything else that you would like to add? Thank you for having me. And thank you right. for this conversation and opportunity. So I wish everyone abundant blessings. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. It really helps me a lot if you can subscribe, rate, or review the show. Don't forget to join me in my free Facebook group, Mystic Soul Unveiled, where I will go live every Thursday to answer your questions about the episode, provide additional support, journal prompts, and more. 
May your week be filled with pleasure and may you see the mystical side of all things.